opportunity roll. Uh, we decided we were going to go to a party. And this party was a big deal where all of the big wigs in Fortosum were all getting together. Uh, unknown to us, I think at the time, maybe like vaguely known, was Zare's mom was going to be there. Uh, we all got dressed in fancy, fancy clothing. And um, I think in this episode, there was a vision of things to come. Uh, when we were at the party, there was... Oh, I think I might be actually recapping two episodes long. Um, at the party, uh, we all got together. We went in, like, kind of staggered. Because three of the members had to go get their hair done and do other things in the cart. And uh, Zare was a little bit nervous. We all went in. We talked with <coughs> the evil count. Uh, we talked with his mother. Uh, we had some dancing. Uh, there was some gallivanting about with the princess with our good bard, uh, Dust. And uh, then Dust wandered off. Um, Castor had another vision of uh, basically a scene of somebody being, a bunch of people being sold into slavery, including the princess. Dust is missing. Turns out he got. Uh, he got waylaid in the graveyard by some slavers while he was reading his book or writing in it or doing something. He wasn't paying attention and he got he got basically knocked out and put into slavery. Um, we all were discussing what to do. We had a diary. Uh, Zara decided he was going to cut it open with a knife after being told that it'll probably kill you. Um, Martha screamed because Jason had revealed that he was Matthew's son and then he started disappearing and then he disappeared into nothing Martha screamed Zare's trying to cut open a book Soot and Castor are trying to stop him Callisto's going in to comfort Martha Jason's gone and Dust is in slavery so that's where we ended the episode Hi, everybody. I'm Corey. I'm the Dungeon Master for Opportunity Roll. I'm here with the group. Rodeo. Hi, I'm Rodeo or Maxwell, and I play your lovely human cleric. <laughs> Think of that. Uh, you're, caster. So, you're so used to playing like elves. <laughs> I'm not. Corey, it's a wink on the human there. But. <laughs> oh. I'm oh, playing, that's me. That's me I'm, dropping the ball. I'm playing your lovely human cleric, uh, Castor Sedaris. Um, he is a boy who has gone through quite a lot as of recent, and he just wants to lay down, to be honest. Let's go with... Uh, I'm forgetting everybody's online names. Alex! Hi, I'm Alex, and I'm playing uh, Callisto, the Tiefling Emotional Support Druid. Z-Man Ultra. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing your handy and pragmatic big brother monk, uh, Zer from the desert. Uh, let's go ahead and do the intro for Jace. Uh, let's go ahead and do uh, Jace.
Hey everybody, I'm Jace. I'll be playing Soot, the human fighter. Um, for the listeners, uh, this episode's going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to be playing a little bit longer. I know a couple of the past episodes have been a little short. Uh, I know like episode three, which I'm editing currently, is only like an hour and a half for some reason. Um, so uh, we're going to shoot starting here soon for three hours. So yeah, um, we're about a half an hour late, so we're going to be playing for at least an extra half an hour tonight, past the three hours, because that's like eight, Hooray! nine, ten, eleven. So that's eleven thirty is probably about when we're going to stop. If that's still good with everyone, it is cool. Um, so the first thing I would like to start up with right now is inside the cart with Martha. And I want to get um, Zareth in there as well. Then we're going to go back out of the cart. And we're going to follow up with what's going on with the book. Because it's a little bit more labor intensive with the book. So we're going to get to that. And that's going to be some fun. But to just kind of set the scene. It's a late night. The only real light that's out right now is the moon. And that's just giving you just, just like a little bit of light just enough so that you can see kind of where you're going it's not pitch black out you get the stars up above but in that cart you know you're only getting some of the shines uh, kind of through the windows of the cart and the only thing really left of our our lovely friend jace here is his hat jason yeah jason of jason the only thing left of our lovely friend jason here uh, is his hat. Martha is just kind of hunched over the hat. She's like really gripping it so tightly. You can almost hear some of the seams start to kind of stretch and almost rip. And she's kind of just, no, 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 no. Uh, hearing that from outside, I'm gonna tap Zara on the shoulder and just let's go. Um, You're doing that whole finger yeah, military I'm, I'm motion. Because like, everybody else is kind of stuck in their own world. I'm just tapping him on the shoulder and like, hey, maybe we should uh, go check on Martha? Well, I think right now Zare is uh, is about to stab that book open. Or, yeah, no, it was it was it was, was Zare stabbing, stabbing the book and Jace or, and uh, Soot and Castor are trying to stop him. That's right. He is Who is guy. running in the cart? I'm, I'm only sure some... That's only Callisto. Okay. Oh. So? Okay, then, then I just go. So, it's dark in there. That cart is absolutely quiet besides the sounds that Martha is making. Again, that hat taking stress. And... Callisto, you you want to rush in. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna continue. I I attempt to do so if there's something yeah. blocking me. Okay. I meant just like give us give us like a visual description here, because like the uh, listeners only go off it. Understood. Uh I just rip the My brain decided to stop working mid sentence. I rip the fabric aside and just say Martha? Martha, what's wrong? He is 
not even crying. She is weeping. Tears are just pouring down her face. She's hunched over almost in like a sitting fetal position. And once again, she's just kind of babbling to herself unconsolably. I I just take her by the shoulder and kind of just, just hug her. Not sure what to do. I can't go through this again. Not again, not again. God's not again. <laughs> Martha, can you calm down for just a second? Just take deep breaths, okay? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. It's my fault. Who, Jason? She she nods. Oh no. He he told me he couldn't tell me anything, and then I just kept asking, and now he's gone. Did did he leave or something else? I I don't want to say anything more. Okay. And I would get you both to give me a perception check while this is going on. Sure. That's a 21 perception from Martha. Callisto? Got a 12. So the only one who's going to notice is Martha. Sparrow is sitting in the windowsill. She just sort of looks over to it. She's still, like, teary-eyed. Still very teary-eyed. Sort of motioning for it. Oh, come here. It'll flutter over. He's going to hug it as delicately as she can, because it's a bird. <laughs> it's it's gonna motion in a weird way. You're not ever used to seeing a bird do this, but this isn't technically a bird. It's It's a familiar. So it's got a bit more intelligence to it in a certain way and it's it's gonna kind of like point to the window she's gonna look towards the window looking outside uh you'll see just uh kind of outside and past the main uh road past where everybody's kind of congregated where you guys have kind of walked down towards the cart through the side gate in town and into the forest is a rather larger bear with antlers. Do I see this as well? If you would choose to look, yeah. I I would be looking. Uh, Wide eyes, she's still gripping. uh, (laughs) She's gripping the hat in one hand, the bird in the other. In fact, she's just going to like tuck the bird into like her apron like cleavage bird <laughs> and uh, she's running I, I'm following after her similarly wide eyed so you guys will be heading out of the cart in the opposite direction of the other side where the guys are standing so let's take a moment from you guys <clears throat> back to the book now the last time we left off uh we had someone destroy the the bindings of the book, basically. Attempting like, to. Yeah, we were we were trying to stop that. We were. He was pulling the knife up, and we were like, "Uh, uh-uh. 
Didn't something shoot out and rip through the spine? Yeah, so mysteriously, a shard of glass was just summoned out of thin air, it seemed like, and it shot from Zara's hands through the thread and the glue binding the, the leaflets into onto the spine. Here's what I'm going to need. Because you were the one who ripped the spine. I need a 1d100. Okay. I can see Dust like shaking his head. Touchdown, Dust. You're in slavery. <laughs> That's a 54. So, um... Hmm. You're going to see the bull kind of melt in a way like uh like like some sort of uh ice like structure that's that's kind of met heat and it's gonna kind of dissipate but as it's melting this this like fog is gonna roll off of it it's a like a nasty blue fog and kind of as you guys are chilling here this this fog is going to start collectively making a form it's going to start about the size of, I'd say, a horse. And the neck is going to get longer. There's going to get spurs up near the head. And these jagged edges down the spine. The tail is going to grow out a little bit longer. And then you guys are going to start putting this together. There is some type of, of uh, winged form going to come next and it's going to how best to put it it's going to start becoming tangible you guys are going to start seeing uh, blue tinges of of scales and this this gaping maw of just pure teeth and grodiness as as though it looks like something has not um like brushed its teeth for quite some time and there's a bit of a like a rotting smell to the mouth and then eventually you guys are going to notice that standing before you is about the size of a wormling but there is a blue dragon that has kind of formed and it is it is staring at the person who has damaged the book very angrily Whoa, 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 hey, bye. Magic boy, magic sight boy. Uh, you said there's abjuration on the lock. What's going on? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, soot is going to slide slightly in front of Zare, like, especially with their shield to kind of, like, obstruct Zare. Uh, and with their other hand not wielding the spear, just kind of out. Just, it's okay. You're free now. You don't need to be angry. My detect magic still up. Uh, anything? I, I glean anything from this? I mean, it's it's, it's magical. It's a dragon. 
Um, Hmm. Caster is going to quickly grab his um, only symbol and throw out a just for for good luck's sake on the three of us. I am casting bless on myself. In there. That will be your action before combat. Let me go ahead and get you guys on this, this this lovely map that I made for you tonight. Let me go ahead and then get this dragon in game. First combat. Woo! First combat to a triple kill. Let's do it. Please don't die. Guys, I can't. Uh, Corey, I have a quick question. Yes. Uh, guidance allows you to add a D4 to any ability check. Can that include initiative or no? No. Your guidance is gone. Okay. Oh, I guess they're both concentration. Okay. Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and roll initiative. I figured Bless might be a better. Uh. Oh, I was just thinking I could use Guidance on initiative and then do Bless for everything else. Oh, I didn't click myself. Sorry, it's been a while. That's okay. I'm doing it. I can't click my token. I can't click my token either. Oh, that's because they're on the wrong layer. One second. I got this. We got some in damage. It was a 13. Woo! First up, at least with PCs. Oh, no. Wait, no. why did. I was a 13 first. Yours went two. Did you see that? It said two. It did because I had to do 13. I had to click it. Yeah, DM controls. I had to click it to make my, to put my turn on the the thing, and then I had to change it to my original. Dragon got a 21. Well, no, not Okay. It's a natural 20. It's a natural 20 for the day. Okay, we're good. It's just on initiative. Well, let's, let's see how this goes. Um... Hmm. Yeah, so here's what we're going to do. Um, this dragon is going to move over here. It's going to flap its its rather large wings, and it's going to lift itself off the ground. It's going to topple onto the top of this small hut close by, kind of ripping some of these uh, shingles down as it lands. The weight kind of creaking the wood as it lands. And then it's going to take one deep breath and it's going to use lightning breath the dragon exhales a lightning in a 30 foot line 5 feet wide each creature in that line must make a dexterity saving throw don't listen to this saving throw this is a custom creature I have something else but uh, the damage will be about the same so it'll still be uh, 4d10 lightning damage on a failed save half as much on a successful 
And that's Ooh. not with the D4 from Bless, which I can roll if you want. 13 on the DC throw, saving throw from Bless. Alright, uh, so... Nat 20 you, for Soot. You get your... Soot. You get your D4 too, Chris. That's a 15. Alright. So, uh... 15 will succeed, 13 will fail. Two of you will take half damage, one will take full. Bye, guys. That Bye. is 4d10 damage. That is 25 oh, damage. Unconscious. So, That's the healer. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Court. Damn it, never mind. You've already... I forgot that I had inspiration. I was going to ask if I could burn it to, to re-roll, but you've already said it, so... Uh, let's go ahead and uh, roll a death saving throw for Caster. That's one success. That is a 15. All right. Soot. Uh, okay. What kind of an action is it to take Caster and throw him into the cart, or, like, put him into the cart? Um, that would be basic, a basic action. Uh, it'll take okay. your full action turn, but it'll basically just be tossing him. Go ahead and just but roll we, me in athletics. Weren't we given some um, healing potions or something of the like? Something like that. But I don't know who who, who was carrying that at this point. I, I do not have that. I try to keep pretty close track of my inventory, and I do not have that. Ooh, rip. Okay, so athletics check. Yes, yes, yes. That's a 12. 12. I mean, his legs will be sticking out, but he'll be in. That's fine. I can get him partially undercover. Um, and then I'm going to kind of get myself in there with him and then stick my arm out for Zayr to hop in, too. Unless, wait, do you have to pilot it from the outside? I, there's probably a way that you can just kind of like hop up and up into these like little stairs because it's kind of like like a oh, wait. little tiny living home. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. No horse. Oh, we don't have a horse for this cart. Okay. In that case, if we don't have a horse, um, honestly, if there's a way, I can basically spend my whole turn to get Caster in there and just shut him in. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm gonna die in here if you guys not paying attention to me. <laughs> That's that's fine. We're gonna we're gonna shut you in the car like Cujo, um, and then I'm gonna look at Zare and go go get help, and then raise my spear and shield, and that's my turn. Zanth. Zanth. That's what your tokens written. Uh, sorry, Zer. Zareth. Okay. <laughs> I, gotta your, I gotta fix your token. Uh. Spread out, I say back to Soot, and uh, I'm going to take a step. Uh, here I'm assuming I'm still far away from the dragon because of the height of the tower, but how high up is this tower? About 12 feet. 12 feet? So it's like a squat little hut more more than yeah. a, a tower. Than, okay. Um, well, uh, could I? Thing is at half speed, right? With a successful check. Say that again. 
climbing is at half speed? Yes. With a successful check? Yeah. Okay. Um, so 12 feet is no big deal. Um, I'm going to go right up to the tower. And um, I'm going to climb up uh, parkour style. And I'm going to roll an athletics or acrobatics. Uh, let's do acrobatics. Let's do, let's make this cool. Okay. So I'm gonna like that is a one. natural one. Ah. That's a ticks all together. Do you have inspiration, dog? Yes. I don't want to really use it on an athletics. So I I'm gonna stumble. Tell me what happens. <laughs> no, you're not there. So, with. I was going to say, random question. Given Callisto and Martha are still, like, in the general area running towards the forest, do we hear this happen? I'd say you'd hear the, the gigantic roar about halfway to the forest. Okay, I, for one, am going back. I don't know about you, Martha. But I'm so going we'll, back. So we'll give you an entire round, and then you can come in. I'm sorry, um, Martha's still going towards Big Bear. I'm so sorry. <laughs> with a natural one. Um, Zer, you're going to try to kind of like get one of those footholds, like do that parkour off the pole onto the building, grab the roll. But the pole has a little bit of condensation on it. So your foot's going to not really grit, like get a good hold on it. So it's going to slip off. Like you're not going to fall, but it, it's it's definitely not a good pogo uh, surface for you. It's just something you, you miscounted. Okay, so does that cost me extra speed? No. It's not as cool as I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's just not as cool as you think. Okay, so it's a relatively easy climb. Uh, just, I can't, I, I kind of look like a fool getting up there. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you kind of, so basically what happens is you'll, you'll sit your foot onto the pole, it'll slip off, you'll get to the ground, you'll kind of give a jump, and you'll just have to climb just a little bit more <laughs> to get up there. It's, it's just not parkour hardcore. Okay, in that case, I am going to. Uh, do you want me to roll again to try to get up with because uh, my forty speed? I, I I think you can do it without it because okay. you you just basically use the movement. It was just like the acrobatics was to make it a little bit cooler, rule of cool kind of thing. Gotcha. With that, I am going to. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, punch it in the face right, to do a flurry of blows and I'm going to I'm going to yell um, not that Castor can hear but this is not what the vision promised and he's sort of singed and burnt from the lightning but he's almost laughing like the thrill and the excitement of the night mixed with the tiredness is driving him a little mad because <laughs> you said it was very late, right? Yeah, it's it's at this point, it's probably like 1 a.m. Okay. Yeah. So there's my first attack. Uh, 15 will miss. Okay. Oh, no. Um, my two flurry of blows. 18 will miss and 16 will miss. Okay. It's a dragon, guys. <laughs> I'm seeing some surprise faces here. 
Okay, well, at least casters safe from the dragon. May I just reiterate for the group, we're level three! This is challenge rating four. It's meant to be a nasty thing. We'll see how it goes. Run. That is my turn. All right. Dragon's turn. Let's go ahead and roll a d6, see if that recharges. That will not recharge. That's okay, though. It's going to take a bite, though. A 15 to hit Zer. That's on the nose. That's uh, 7, 8, 9, 10. So you're going to get 7 piercing and 3 lightning damage as the teeth kind of send a charge through your body. It'll give out a good... And let's see, it still has it movement, so go ahead and take attack of opportunity as it goes to move on top of the cart. Okay. Um, attack of opportunity. That one is a hit. And because Roll. I spent my Kai point, I have this sand and uh, burning kind of grit flying around my wrists. The same sort of stuff that summoned that shard. Um, and so because I spent that Kai point last turn, that attack is actually going to deal max damage. All right. So that's seven. Seven damage. And that'll be magical. All right. It looks like your hit did do damage. Uh, but that thick hide, man. Oh, it's going to take a lot to take this down. Um, let's see. So it's it's currently on the roof. Now, it's it's going to kind of claw. It, this is just thematic. But it's going to be starting to, like, claw at the roof to try to get inside. Uh, Caster, let's go ahead and get another life and death saving throw. That's a second success. All right. Soot, it is your turn. Okay. Um, Soot is going to climb up on top of the cart. Uh, not even trying to do it kind of like special, just kind of like hopping up because that's where you said the dragon was on top of, right? Yeah. Okay. I really don't like you. We gave you the option for peace. You said no. And I'm gonna uh, stab it, and hopefully this works, because as I stab it, my spear catches on fire, which... Oh, I didn't do my special spell! What a fool am I? Um, I'm gonna roll it as, like, a regular spear attack, but it just does extra stuff. Okay. That's when it hits. 24 will hit. Okay, so that's, uh, 5 pier... And... Actually, that... Oh, that's an AoE effect. It oh. doesn't do anything special until 5th level, so I just stab it, and green fire uh, kind of licks around the spear, uh, and I am going to go ahead and take my second wind now, because I can do that on my turn. I don't have a macro for that. One second. 
Yeah, I don't have a macro for Green Flame Blade or for Second Blend. Green Flame Blade. Sorry. I was wrong. This is a challenge rating three. You guys are good. <laughs> to regain 10 hit points, baby. And that's my turn. All right. Sam. Zareth. All right. Uh, <laughs> not doing too well at all. Yeah, you're sitting with like, what, one HP right now? One HP. But... I'm on top of a hut, and there's a dragon on my friends. So I have no choice in my head but to cannonball. So I'm going to... I'm going to, like, jump off the roof and land um, next to the dragon. And can I attack as I land on it? Just... For rule of cool or anything you decide yeah go ahead okay i will do that um even though it's 12 feet i can absorb 15 points of damage because of my um slow fall okay no that's fourth level so i'm gonna be a little bit more careful and a little less cool <laughs> So I'm going to take a step down from the hut and then drop the remaining five feet um, okay. and then land uh, opposite my friend Soot. And I'm going to be watching his shield and spear closely. And then I will give myself uh, another Kai burst. And um, this time I'm going to dodge as a bonus action. And then as my action... I'll just give it one punch. That is a natural one. Six altogether. You're just collecting them today. Do you wanna? Oh no. Let's go ahead and have Callisto roll her initiative. We'll add her into okay. the initiative. I am mechanically searching for a thing. Roll, um, roll a natural twenty, and you can go before the dragon. Really How? Like Listen. Rodeo, you're probably the best off in this situation. You are protected and you're doing okay. Yes, but you guys need me up because I heal bot and I also DPS bot. Well, the druid the druid can heal and I will yell in a second. Up, I have a question. For those of you who speak druid, do I get beast shapes back at short rest or long rest? Oh, yep, it is short rest. You regain this expended uses when you finish a short or long rest. I was wrong. Beautiful. Alrighty. I have a plan then. Martha's gonna return and y'all are gonna be fucking dead. Alright, so you're in here with a 16, which puts you just above Caster. It is the dragon's turn. Uh, dragon is going to... Yeah, I think that's what we're gonna do. Um, dragon is going to attempt to grapple our, uh, our monk. Okay. That's, that's an eight. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, Corey, uh, can I shout to Callisto to let her know that Caster is uh, down in the cart? Is that like a free enough action? Uh, You can do that on your turn. Fair. Okay. My feet are sticking out. 
Yeah, can I see his legs hanging out the cart? Actually, no, he took his full turn in order to be able to put him in the cart safely. No, I wanted to make sure Caster was not going to wake up with his feet being eaten. Mm. Yum, yum. It's a 13, so you're going to see the dragon seal try to wrap around Xerath, and then, it, like, Xerath kind of nimbly can dip away to the side, kind of, like, dancing around the tail a bit. Uh, let's see, what else is it going to do? I think in Dragonic, if anybody has that, uh, you'll hear basically. It, it, does anybody speak it? Anyone here, I should say. Nope. Nope. And then it's it's gonna kind of look like it's gonna get ready to fly away. Callisto. Um, in in Druidic, I just go. Oh, I don't think so, bitch. And I am going to immediately go bear form. Okay. And take uh, my multi attack. Can can you reach it? Uh, where, hold on. It is currently six feet above the ground on top of the cart. Oh, that is a question. Bear is a large creature. Can I jump? and attempt to bite it? It is a large creature, yes. Bear should be able to reach it. I would hazard a guess, but that'd be, I guess, DM. She's a bear that can stand on her back feet. I'd say you can take bear. a swipe. Yeah, because yeah, I can do, with the multi-attack, it's bite and uh, block. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Oh, shoot. How do I roll as a bear? 1d20 plus 5. Thank you. Oh wait, no, is it yeah, I think it's plus five? Is it plus five or plus six? I think it's plus five. Uh, just double check. Natural twenty. That's a natural twenty for a twenty-five. That'll hit. Um, nice two D six claws. Two D six plus five. No plus three, sorry. Yeah, it's plus three. It's plus five to hit. Apologies for furious typing. Uh, and a five will miss. So your claws are 2d6 plus Yeah, I, I was going to go with the claw first. Okay. 2d6 plus 3. Is it double damage or double dice? Plus 4. It's plus 4. Okay. Just double so, damage. It doesn't stack the, the extra bonus on the back. That is six damage, two natural one. No, I, okay, it's actually four. It's uh, eight damage because, yeah. Because okay. 2d6 is the natural, is what it is normally. Oh, okay. Eight damage, I tried. Damage it is. All right. Caster, life and death saving throw. That is the third success. You are stable with a 15. Oh, it feels good to not be dying. No one's dying. Yay. Yeah. Soot, your turn. This Now, I will say, no, this thing looks as though it's ready to leave. Like, it's it's getting ready to dip. Um, it's getting ready to dip. Okay. 
I am going to ready an action, and that is if this thing goes to attack as it leaves, I would like to jump on it and try to wrestle it. But if it's just going to leave without fighting, I'll let it go. Okay. Zareth. Zareth is watching so closely and he sees him bracing on top of the cart ready to jump. And so Zareth is ready to do the same thing. He's ready the same action. All right. Well, if no one has or wants to try to stop this thing, it's going to fly off into the night. Um, now, I will say, Callisto, you could get an attack of opportunity if you so choose. Everybody I has the ability. To attempt to do that. Okay. Uh, with the claws. Okay. Again, it's a five. A five will miss. All right. It will miss. It'll it'll do what seems to be a laugh at the bear before it flies off. (laughs) Uh, Once it's kind of gone, uh, I'll look at Callisto. The bear will be like, Sir's inside the cart. He really needs help. He got hit pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, I think Zara and I are okay, uh, relatively speaking. I'm not uh, so sure about that. <laughs> I cough up you're, some blood. You're up, which is more than I can say for him. Callisto immediately goes back to bear form and is running to the cart to heal him. So we're going to take a break from you guys. And we're going to go back out into the woods. And Martha, you're going to hit those trees. And really, the, the only thing kind of going on is, is those nighttime crickets. Nice sound of a forested night. It's calm. It's quiet. And you're, you're right where you thought that that sound would be. Like, you had seen the bear. And kind of off the left of you, once you hit the tree line, you're going to hear kind of twigs snapping. And if you look real closely, you'll see the silhouette. She's still chasing after it, kind of desperate, scrambling on her little dwarf legs. Little old dwarf legs. As As you get closer to it, it's going to rear back on two legs. As if saying, you've come as far as you should go. Would that stop you? She's going to slow down to a stop. And she's going to stare it down. It will kind of have a conversation with Sparrow, the bird will chirp, kind of seeming to explain something. <laughs> the barrel will return back. <laughs> the bear will 
go back down onto four legs. Now, here's what's going to happen. You're going to feel this, this pull from you as if this creature is asking for something. And, and out of game terms, what it is asking for is every spell slot you have for the day. Take him. She looks both upset and pissed, though. So you'll see this, this like trail of your energy coming from you to it. And slowly in front of you, Jason will piece himself back together. Not like in games, but like kind of like starlight accumulating into one place. She is not going to run and hug him because she's too terrified he'll evaporate into stardust again. So, uh, I mean, he'll look kind of confused for a moment. And then pass out. He's, he's, he's awake, he's there, he's alive, but he is drained. Oh. She'll quick catch him and sort of lay him down. Gently pat forehead. Oh dear. And then turn towards bear. The bear will be gone. She wants to be so mad, but she can't right now. She's just sort of cradling Jason's head like in her lap. Just sort of, oh dear, oh dear. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's going to be fine. So we are battered. We're bruised. Maybe not just our physical self, but maybe a little bit of our egos. Would you attempt to take him back to the rest of the group? After a few minutes, yeah. She'll start dragging him. (laughs) You know, as carefully as she can, like under the armpits, or hooked her arms there and dragging back. We've got a Jason backpack. Um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll kind of pull away from you real quick and get back to, to Caster, and, and I'll let you know, I'll let you guys know when Martha and Jason will make their way back to the car. I was just going to say right now we're we're currently back near the cart. Uh, Caster seems stable but unconscious. Um, Sarath is not looking so good. What are you guys doing? Is everyone is everyone uh, at least uh, accounted for? I understand we have wounds, but Caster is okay, Callisto. I'm healing him. I have one spell. Sl- I have one first level spell slot left for cure wounds. Let's I'm gonna do that. Give us okay. a little bit of flavor of what that cure wounds looks like. How do you? Yeah. How does it look? Sure. Um, she kind of hovers the hand very hesitantly because she doesn't want to hurt him any more than he already is. Um, and her hand starts to glow green. She just passes it over his forehead. And try and it, almost like a, a mother trying to check for a fever on a child. Okay. 
go ahead and roll your heal. Sorry, my internet is very slow. That's why everything is taking forever. You're good. Do you have inspiration? I do not. Darn. All right, that's a seven healing to caster. So, with a gasp, and then the recognize the re he recognizes the stinging feeling of that druidic heal. Uh, he wakes. He like sits up quickly and puts his hand over his face, and he sees Callisto, and he smiles, and then he sees he's in the cart, and he gets out without saying anything, looks around sees a bloodied and burned and singed Zareth. And he walks up to him slowly and he puts both hands on his face on either side of his cheek and looks at him and says, I said don't open the book. And then with that, he will at second level cast Cure Wounds. And for Caster's Flavor, it will be a bright a bright radiance that pours out of his hands into um, into Zare's face and then goes down through him, just shining and glowing as it mends up what it needs to do. Nine HP to Zare. Speaking of that book, uh, what did happen to it? I lost track of it during the whole everything. It uh, slipped out of my hands over there. I don't think it's recognizable now. Worth a shot still. Uh, and I'm going to hop down and pick up what I can find of it. Caster still doesn't let go of Zara's face, and he is looking him dead in the eyes. Next time, give me a good reason. I said that if we opened the book, it could kill us. You had no proof. All you said that there was magic on the lock. You didn't say anything about the spine. I asked you, even. I said the magic in the book. I said if we were to open the book without the key, it would likely kill us. You guys will see off in the distance, chasing uh, Jason being kind of dragged in by Martha. So we've got... We've got one missing. Um, has anyone seen or heard from Finn or know what's happening there? No, not in some time. I haven't seen him okay. before, I felt. Here's what's going to happen. Finn is an adult. He knows where we're going to be. He can come find us. He's late, not spending any more time looking. However... Every single one of you, everyone here, and Finn if he shows up, tomorrow we are waking up at dawn, and we are beginning combat and drill practice. This could have been easily mitigated, or at least controlled of the damage, if we have practice in forms and formations. Please. Formations and practice couldn't have helped us in this situation. We didn't know what would have if everyone... If... I mean... <laughs> Listening to commands and orders, I'm sorry to harp on this there. Kassara, 
told Sash, asked you not to open that, and then after everything happened, I told you to go look for help because you are the fastest, and I figured you could go get the guards. I could make sure that Castor wouldn't get any more hurt. I just... We're all okay now, so I'm trying not to be too mad, but... Everyone's okay, and that... That's my biggest thing. Cool. You see Martha okay. trying to shove Jason into the cart as best she can, just... <laughs> His elven limp arm just kind of flailing as it comes back down onto your head. First, I know it's late, but no, tomorrow, after drill practice, we are going to find that route. We are going to get healed up because we cannot have that happen again. Also, on a positive note, we did just fight a dragon and survive. So that's always something. What a poor dragon? What? I was gone for like five minutes. Okay. I think, personally, I think we've all had a very long day and maybe sleep would be a better idea. The boys are going to kill me, my gods. I would very much like to go to sleep. Caster looks quite distressed now as his hands drop from Zara's face. Okay. That that book. Sorry, Can I get ahead. a 1d100 real quick on the book? From who? If I can. Whoever. I... Yeah. yeah, let's do, yeah, let's do Soot. It's just pouring out dragons. It's rolling the dice. Take a minute. Okay. There are only 15 pages left of the 100-page book. Everything That's else stable. seems to have melted. Are they, like, still legible? Somewhat, yes. It's in handwriting very sloppily. That's acceptable. I'll, I'll take some time to go over it later. Okay. So, everyone who is going back to the chapel, they say we go there now, we rest up. Um, Soot is going to walk over to Caster, place a hand on Caster's shoulder. Caster, are you okay? No. That they'll put a hand back up on Soot's shoulder, and it's actually going to turn it into a hug like that. Like I'm glad you're alive. Um, Caster is going to be very awkward about it, and not know what to do, and he's going to like lightly tap Soot on the back and heal him for seven. Oh, I'm fine. I have two hit points missing, but I he's, will take it. He's still doing it, um, but he looks uncomfortable at. Um, being hugged, but you wouldn't see that because you're hugging him. Okay. Um, well, if you pat that, at least for me, as a signal, like as Jace, that is a signal to like that hug is done. So Soot will also kind of break that and then do the same thing to Zare. Kind of what Caster did walk up, kind of like softly place a hand on like the side of his face and like make sure that they're making eye contact. Zare, are you okay? Yeah. Okay. So we'll go in for a hug. Uh, well, before Soot goes in for a hug, so we'll say, I'm sorry to have yelled at you, and then go in for a hug. So while all this is happening... Oh, sorry. Sorry. So just just going to give him, like, a, a fist pat on the back and, like, let him know that the hug is welcome and that everything is good between them. Okay. So we'll break, and then... Corey, you are good. <laughs> so, 
Jason's under the effect of something. I don't know if Martha will understand what this is, but the moment he kind of touches the cart, frostbite will kind of grow around the wood and down the back. And then he's going to sneeze. God and... damn it. Oh. Uh, well, this is actually not so bad. Uh, no. We're going to roll in the wild magic chart, and the wild magic effect is illusionary butterflies. So basically... What's going to happen is he's going to sneeze, and out of his sneeze, you'll kind of see the uh, the kind of ice kind of move. And then you're going to realize that they actually have forms. They're, they're butterflies. And they're going to kind of float around you guys in like a 10-foot radius until they eventually just kind of flutter away after a minute. Uh, This actually kind of seems up... Can do some sort of check. I mean, there's butterflies appearing, and uh, Jason did just sneeze. You could. And what kind of check would this be? Uh, this would be Arcana. Could I do medicine? You that's could roll a medicine as well. I can assist on medicine if you want. Oh, that's not the best Arcana check. That's... Well, if you're assisting, it's a 21. Well, with a 21 uh, for Arcana, you're, or for medicine, you're going to get the base. Um Mostly because medicine isn't going to understand all of it. Arcana might give you some, and with a 10, you're going to get just a tad bit. He's sick. Like, he's downright ill with something, but this isn't a physical, normal illness. It's not the flu. It's not the Black Death. It's not anything that you can kind of comprehend, as this seems to be magical effects kind of occurring on his body. Frost kind of, like chipping at his 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 uh, cheeks a bit and with an arcana um he seems to be going through some sort of arconic metamorphosis Martha's already wrapping him up in a sort of sun burrito <laughs> what is the prognosis on that do i get that with a 10 no you can you okay, I can give you a, a small lead. Although I can't tell you whether or not it's true, but it might be the likeliest diagnosis from what you know. Magic sickness. Is this something because we're going back to the temple anyway, or at least soot is, is this something that the temple of Demeter can take care of? Potentially. Um there's two kinds of magic sickness he's going through currently. One he has um, either used up too much magic and his body isn't dealing well with that loss. Or two, most young casters, wizards or the like, usually go through something when they're really young and first start learning magic. Um, it's basically like somebody shoving a crap ton of magic into a small battery to enlarge the battery's capacity. It's not great. Magic puberty. Yeah, it, it's 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 either one of two things. Either this is a sickness that he'll get over and everything will go back to normal, or he'll get over this if he survives. And he'll be stronger for it. Martha is already coddling him. She's still she's still got like tear stains cheeks. She looks absolutely exhausted. And she just sort of huddles up in the cart, closes the um, uh, curtain, like, yeah, yeah, no. 
too too tired for any of this. Gonna make Jason some hot soup. Which I should probably roll for. Oh, I can roll for two different things. Wonderful. You can make all the soup. All the soup. Um, Callisto is just gonna quietly join uh, Martha in the cart just to make sure everything's okay. Soot is going to take uh, essentially where the horse would go and start pulling the cart towards the temple. Okay. Go ahead and give me a strength check or an athletics. We're going to need to buy a bunch of goats. Nice. That's a 24, I suppose, for listeners. All right. So, yeah, you'll be able to kind of move this thing. By the time you get this thing to the gates, though, you are exhausted. Yeah, so it's just going to kind of walk in to the temple, um, not terribly paying attention to who all else is getting out, make his or make their way to the room, and then uh, try to get comfy, but probably just like pass out half on the bed. No. Uh, because you know the more arcana side of it, um, there's uh, more I want to inform you in. Just a little bit because of the the possibility of what you might know. Um, so you can't diagnose it for sure. You didn't get that high enough of a roll. But the magic sickness, um, to put it in a good term, that you, I think everybody will know if they watched Pokemon back when it first started. Remember when Ash lost to Brock the first time and took Pikachu to the water mill? And put all those pads on Pikachu and he and this guy, like hit the water mill faster than it should go to overcharge Pikachu. Basically what could be happening. Kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's basically the internals of what magic sickness can do to a young wizard. Uh, oh, I guess I'm, I'm sorry. I should have said this before. So as he was, or as they were walking in would turn and look down uh, at the cart. The kid is sick. Uh, Hopefully the temple can take care of him. Uh, if not, we'll deal with it tomorrow. And then just walk inside. Okay. And, and pass out. I will. I would like to begin my long resting. Alright. Caster will look into the temple. And then defeatedly walk in and find an empty room. Okay. The uh, the room in which you guys were, were promised is, is free and open. I thought we were we were given like two or something rooms. There were rooms for each of us, or something. Like I think that. there was only two rooms. I don't. I, I know I, they had some vacancies, but we'll, we'll yeah. we got it covered. Yeah.
Martha's going to want to talk to one of the lovely ladies in the church. Okay. So in the main chapel area, uh, Marasha is kind of uh, around her, her little pillar, giving her, her usual um, kind of prayer. Excuse me. Yes. I, I apologize for everything we put you through lately. <laughs> I'm afraid I have another question. Yes. How can I help you? Does anyone this church know the spell sending? Um, maybe. Most have gone home for the night. I'm really the only one who stays in the church. Understandable. I just need to get a message out to my husband as soon as possible. Um... When someone comes in in the morning, I, I can attempt to see if anybody would be willing. Thank you. Is everything oh. okay? Um, a, a lot's happened, and it's getting to be a bit too much, and I want him here instead of out doing... Y you seem to know better than most that a, a wild dog without a leash tends to get into mischief and danger. Also, uh, our dear Jason is a bit sick. Sick? How so? I I don't know, honestly. Bring him in. I, I'll I'll see him. I'll leave Martha's side and go try and find where Castor went. Okay. Martha will bring Jason in, and the moment he's being tended to, she just out like a light. I don't know, probably on a couch nearby. <laughs> She's not going to want to leave Jason's side. So does that mean everyone's resting for the night? Not yet. Okay. The caster's got some business to tend to. Um, when Callisto finds his room, he's going to be sitting on the floor as he would always be. He's going to be looking out the window. And he'll look over to her and he'll like motion for her to come sit down by him. She does so a little, a little cautiously, but she does. He will slowly look and then reach into his backpack and pull out something that uh, nobody's ever seen, which is a small, very tattered, patched up teddy bear. And he's going to hand it to her. And he's going to then look to her and say, I've, I've almost died twice today. Tomorrow is going to be a big day. If something, something happens, will you please take this to Sandshade? Go into the slums and find the Sedaris family and give it to them. She kind of stares at him. It, it just concerned and sad and all of the emotions. And just says, of course. Try not to let that happen, though. I'm really trying not to, but... 
The day has been awakening for me. It's been a lot, I can imagine. I'm very tired. Then you should sleep. I shall. We'll talk more about this in the morning. Don't worry. Okay. Azair is going to be... Um, he, he's going to come to the chamber that Soot is resting in. And he's going to lean against the door frame, and he's just going to be a little flummoxed and um, brow furrowed, and he's going to be looking at them, and um, he's going to say, oh, I'm not okay. Slit will kind of like slowly roll over, like half awake. Um, what's, what's the matter? I'm just frustrated because I don't understand as much as you and and Caster and everybody. I I didn't hear I didn't hear Caster say don't open the book. I confirmed with him and his magical sight twice over that the lock was magically trapped and only the lock so I tried to circumvent it with basic methods and which all to my knowledge was perfectly safe I didn't touch the magic and besides I don't even I didn't use the dagger when you two grabbed me this glass just shot I I didn't touch the magic you're you're fine. I honestly, I didn't even consider that. Um, from uh, I'll I'll have to come up with a system uh, later. I but just want you to check the book. Uh, I can do that. I just can't do that right now. I'll fall asleep. I I need to do that with a, a clear mind. But yes, yes, yeah. Zero, you're. You're fine. Things happen. We're all okay. Relatively. We'll... We'll get through this. But... I... Don't worry about... Not knowing things that... I know. Or not knowing things that... Caster knows. Because... Hell... The, the things that I know are hundreds of years old and many other places would laugh at me for using those techniques, but they work for me. You find what works for you and you make that perfect. It's not about being the best at what others do. It's about being the best at what you do. And I'm good at following my instincts, so when you get a chance and some rest, look at the book. I didn't touch the magic. You're... You're fair. You're fine, rather. I don't think anyone... I... Honestly, my plan was to just mess with the lock and, and take what happened and then just open it through brute force, so you had more cunning to you than, than I did. Um, but you also get rest. That was terrible, but also incredible. We survived a dragon. That's... That's incredible. I wish 
anyone else had seen it, we could have been heroes. I mean, we are, but we could have been the people that saved. We could have saved the town from the dragon, but no one saw. Honestly, that was kind of one of the reasons I wanted you to get the guards, was so that I could fight the dragon while you were getting the guards, and then they would come back as I defeated the dragon, and it would have been incredible. Or you would have been dead. Or I would have been dead. Good night. <laughs> so. With everybody getting rest, go ahead and give your guys a full heal and regain all of your HP. Broken bones are still broken, mind you. But... Um, it, it really depends because a full rest for you guys would mean potentially waking up at like 9 10 a.m so it, it's it's a bit more of a sleep in than usual because you guys are probably up and ready by like 6 6 30 especially if you're traveling by foot so if we if we wake up Early at like six, we won't get a full rest. You say? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Which means so, about half health and half magic. Caster yeah, is it, going it, to sleep in, especially uh, if something happens tonight. Nobody. Yeah, I think it's tonight. probably better to begin training uh, later than uh, have everyone uh, hurting whenever we need them. Uh, so Soot will still get up as early as possible and probably wake Zara up, assuming that they got the same amount of sleep, and try to do our uh, early morning jog. Soot will leave a note uh, that says, out jogging and looking for root, and then leave that um, near Caster's room for him to read. I love trying to come up with sending messages because it's like, how much anger can I put into twenty five words? <laughs> Corey, did you uh, did you get my DM? Uh, did not currently. Sorry, one second. Oh, I guess that is also assuming Zare wants to go jogging slash on yeah, a shop. Sorry, trip. I meant to confirm. He's going to intend on sleep again, so he's going to roll over, and then he's going to be like, right. I owe you that jog. Um, yeah, let's go. Okay. So they're gonna jog and uh, I guess also go looking for the root is the main narrative purpose of this. Alright. So, kind of taking a moment from that um, and, and kind of veering back to the church. Uh, we're gonna have one more moment. Um, due to somebody's leveling, there is something that needs to happen. <clears throat> um, Caster. Yes. Um, you're going to have particular dreams tonight. Okay. There are going to be flashes of, of things that you've seen and even potential visions that you've had. The first flash is going to be of that column of light that shot up near the beginning of your guys' adventure. Um, the next is uh, the vision of the town's board, uh, 
looking for more jobs, and then um, you're going to kind of have some flashes of things that you had nothing to do with, uh, moments that occurred while you weren't there. Jason disappearing, the fight with the dragon, um, and then there's going to be some interesting new visions. Uh, Finn in chains in a small cart, um, huddled with other pointy-eared creatures. Um, there are visions of a forest that has kind of regrowed after a small disaster. And this uh, blonde-haired female kind of just humming amongst the trees. Um, you will kind of have a black vision of just a black empty void with white feathers kind of floating from a top all the way down below you. And you'll hear Awaken. And with that, Caster will shoot up like if any of you watch WWE, like The Undertaker, when you think he's knocked out, but he'll just sit up straight. And all of a sudden, his eyes will glimmer and two giant angel wings that are incorporeal, so semi-translucent, will sprout from his back. And he will, it'll be a mixture of a gasp and a scream, which I'm not going to do because I don't want to blow out my voice or the microphone. Aw. Hearing that, Callisto immediately shoots up and says, what that, what happened? And he's going to look at his shoulders and he's going to see the wings and then he's going to look to Callisto and she's probably never seen him look this helpless in his life. And he's just, what's happening to me? Caster? What? Okay. Um, and she just gets up and sits on the bed. Is he on the bed? Or is he on the no, couch? they're on the floor. He's on the floor. Okay, she she comes over to him and just ignore the wings. Just focus on me, okay? He'll look to her and he's like, he looks panicked. His eyes are maybe welling up just a little bit, and he's he looks he looks scared. Okay, deep breaths with me, okay? In. He'll take it out. Okay. What happened? Do you remember? Visions. Um, something yelled at me to wake up. Well, you certainly did that. So that's good. Okay. Why is this happening to me? She's just kind of staring at the wings, really not sure how to process. Um... Corey, random question. Mm -hmm. I never would have seen any of his kind physically, but have I read anywhere in the mythology that I had access to about winged people? Roll of history. Okay. No. Right, that is a nine. Am I familiar with angels at all? I mean, historically, 
Yeah, I think okay. everybody is to a point, but you know that those live basically in a separate realm, which the walls between those realms are very thick. Okay, so basically, I have no idea what's going on. Pretty much. Great. I just say, okay. This is certainly odd, but this is nothing we can't deal with. Okay. How about this? Just... She's just not sure how to process or handle any of this. She seems very much out of her element. Okay. Caster, are you in pain? No. Okay. That's I'm scared, a... though. I can understand that. I'm scared, too. Okay. Maybe we should go back to bed for now. And figure this out in the morning. Yeah. I'll try. Okay. Do you want me to stay with you? Please. And with... As I say, with that, they'll probably just kind of slowly, everything will slowly fade, the little light from his eyes, and the wings will go away. Okay. She she just kind of holds him. Not, because she's familiar with the fact that he's not used to touch, but just doesn't care at this exact moment. And it's like, okay. He's just going to kind of slump into her arms. Like, everything that's happened to him. He's almost died twice today. He's got a couple broken ribs, broken arm, got struck by lightning from a dragon, you know. He bunch of dreams. He sprouted wings. He's tired. He's all tuckered out. He doesn't even... He just slumps. As he passes out, she, as soon as she's like fully confident he's asleep, she just says, What have I gotten myself into, Arkin? And then goes back to sleep. And then she goes back to sleep. We're going to take a break from there. Um, and we're going to head over to. Finn. Oh. Oh, no. Finn, while you're sitting, uh, well, first off, you, you were awake for them to drag you off. Um, yeah. They're going to take you over a small bridge. You can hear the rushing water. And then you're going to be placed inside this rather large metal cart. And there's about... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, about ten other people in there. Um... Few look like females, few look like males, um, one small child. Um, there is what seems to be a tabaxi as well in there. Uh, they're all chained, wearing rags. Uh, they're going to take your leer. Um, they're going to take uh, practically everything they can. They're, they're, they're basically just stripping you down and putting you in rags. And they're going to add your items 
to to their loot basically their their gigantic like stack of what it seems they've taken from everyone else um they're gonna close the door and they're gonna lock it you hear a large kind of come from the door as you then hear them kind of click their shoes as they walk off okay i will wake up look around and how they how's everybody i mean i mean chained up and everything but how's everybody looking as in by like ragged or like malnourished a few of them do look malnourished um there are I know, the child definitely looks malnourished uh female goblin looks like they haven't eaten in roughly like four or five weeks um uh, everyone else looks relatively new as well uh, so they seem to be somewhat decently fed currently what happened well, what happened to you when uh, well I guess that's the wrong answer how long have y'all been captured when, what's going on a few look as though they're even too weak to speak um, but the, uh, there's a, a male, half-elf, dark hair, kind of scraggly-looking, hair's grown out, kind of about shoulder length. I don't know. I'm uh, oh, so weak. Uh, I haven't slept in days. Don't y'all worry. I'll figure out a way to get us out of this. Locks are magical. You can't break them. Not from inside. No magic can be cast in here. Still, best not to lose hope. There's always a way to get out of here. I will find a way to get you all out of here. It will not take take our my spirit and I will not let them do anything to y'all I will find a way just just need time my friends will know I'm missing they will find me they will find us I'm sure of it uh, one of the um, what seems to be a newer guy sitting at the back uh, kind of uh, shorter hair uh, but scarred uh, kind of like he's been beaten uh, kind of like uh, some pretty nasty lashes across his sh- shoulder. Yeah, I tried that too. There's no way out of here unless you're sold. Your friends aren't coming. The only thing that's going to make them get in here with us or even try to attempt to save us will get them captured too. Yeah, well, you don't know them like I do. Can they take on 17 bandits? Maybe. I've not yet seen them in a a combat situation yet, but... Do they even know where you're at? Not yet, but... They have surprised me before, so... You gotta be realistic, man. There's kids here. Giving them false hopes only going to kill them in the long run. Right about false hope, but I don't give false hope. 
I know we will get out of here, and I will see to it somehow. We'll see. We all start like that. He, he is just gonna... Ben's gonna close his eyes, and he'll just start humming a tune, like just a... Just a nice, like, calming tune, trying to find a way to, like, just calm his nerves and maybe help some of the other ones in there. Mm -hmm. So you are making sound. Yes. A few of them will look concerned as you start doing this. Um, you will feel the cart itself start to warm. Uh, the metal walls will kind of turn red and heat up. Everyone in the cart will get 1d4 damage. Shut up in there. I will... We'll stop and say and say out. Uh, I had to get your attention somehow. I may have a proposition for y'all if y'all want to speak. Shut up. I guess you don't want to make money then. We're already making money. I don't need to make a deal with a half. This is chump change to what I have, my friend. The cart will heat again. Uh, all together, so first damage was a three, second damage was a one. Zabaxi will die. Oh. I'm shutting up. Keep going. Double down. Double down. They can't sell any slaves if they're all dead. Just double down. I'm, I'm, I'm shutting up. Uh, i basically staring like right at the body that I just saw well you'll watch um, a small little cubby behind it open up and they'll drag out the dead body shutting the cubby behind it leaving the chains see what happens when you use your mouth you'll hear from the door he's <laughs> He's gonna just. I see Alex just going nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Finn. What were you saying? All my plans just gone. Like the me immediately. So he's gonna stare at the empty space and just keep quiet and just look. Not that anybody there would see, but he for the first time and like, and and a. Since anybody's known him, just a look of anger, fury, and sadness. Just deep sadness. I'm going to buy you. Don't worry, Finn. And you know what? Roll me a 1d100. Let's see what your luck is tonight. Oh, it's going to be just awful. I can feel it. Thir it? Thir 39. 39. <clears throat> My two favorite numbers right there. The night will grow quiet. Very quiet. Not even the sounds of crickets outside. But after about four or five hours, 
when most of you guys in the cart are asleep. You'll hear a... Who are you? You hear the jingling of keys. And you'll feel the cubby behind you open up. And a hand kind of yank you out. Do you fight it? No. A hand will go over your mouth. And you'll hear kind of a familiar voice. Stay quiet. Stay down. Come on, let's go. You'll look to the person, look to the cart. Um, so the person you're looking at has uh, long brownish hair, a single kind of earring to his ear, uh, swords to his side. Uh, you'll know this person is Wesley. And if we take them all now, then we're going to raise more alarms than you think. We can get back to the rest, tell them what's going on, and set a plan. Oh. Here, the guard had this, and he'll hand you your your leer. So, let's go ahead and take a quick five, everybody. We'll come back, and we'll continue. Hi, everybody. You guys know me. I am the Diggity Diggity Dungeon DJ. I'm Corey. <laughs> I'm just here at mid-roll to say thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying. Um, sorry things have been so sporadic, but I put out a bit of an update a little while ago on why. I hope you guys understand. Uh, this week's been a little rough, but I'm up and walking again. I'm feeling great. I'm having a little bit of pain here and there, but because of you guys being so chill and relaxed and um, kind of understanding when these episodes come out, I'm, I'm really able to kind of take care of myself, uh, make sure I'm getting exercise and nutrition and kind of taking it easy. So with that, thank you guys. Thank you for being so understanding and for being here and continuing to come back. Really, you guys make this worth everything to be able to share this adventure with everybody it's amazing to be able to play with friends but it's amazing to be able to play with friends and also share a story that other people seem interested in now that being said uh don't forget to check out tomes of beasts uh, creature codex they're great books um, they kind of help me customize the creature that they fought tonight um, they're gonna help me customize a couple more creatures that are coming in the future um, this is a backdated episode, so we've got a couple more in the future coming that I know there will be more combat, new uh, abilities, and kind of cool stuff coming up. So it's interesting to see, um, and I hope you stick around to see it. Uh, if you haven't checked us out, uh, please subscribe on Podbean, Google Play, uh, anything, really. Uh, check out Opportunity Roll, uh, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Um, 
And if if you do subscribe, it would help us a lot. Uh, it gets us out there to those of uh, the people who haven't seen us or they we haven't come across their feed yet. It, it really just kind of boosts us to people who just haven't seen us in their algorithm yet. And, and that's pretty nice. Um, also, another shout out to Sirenscape. The sounds tonight, I feel, have been really great. And to be able to kind of piece together some things that really set the mood is great. So if you haven't checked them out, Sirenscape, they work over Discord. They work over practically anything that you can use. Uh, you can use a tablet and play it over your own table and just kind of really set the mood, even just for like side games or kind of fun stuff. And it's not just D&D that they do. Like, there are sound packs in here for shotguns, handguns, and things like that for like, um, kind of like a average day heist kind of thing, or or even, you know, just a space travel kind of thing. They've got laser guns. It's really interesting. If you haven't checked it out, I would definitely suggest it. Anyway, um, we're just kind of enjoying a five-minute break, so let's go ahead and get back with the group, and I'll see you guys at the end of the episode. Thank you, guys. See you again soon. Hi, everybody. Welcome back from our break and mid-roll. We're going to start this scene back up, back in the chapel, downstairs in the pews, with uh, Jason. Still kind of struggling against that sickness. Martha, after a full night's rest, uh, Marcia is going to come to you. Oh, hello, dear. Hello. Um... We've done all we can. Really? The rest is up to him. I see. The, the I rest see. is up to him. <clears throat> um. Alright. He is going through a magical sickness. Usually this happens at a younger age but uh, I mean he has a better chance actually it's the opposite Shit. when you're younger your body has more of a capability of being able to grow with this Jason being nearly 24 now uh, well it's it is taking a toll This is stronger than it would be for a child. Uh, in terms, uh, it's about as bad as chicken pox going down his throat. Oh dear. Uh, he should be up within the next couple of hours, but we recommend a light travel regimen. And he is not too extenuate himself but I would be remiss in explaining um, theories that could potentially help um, it has been known for some magical users to be able to burn off the excess if they were to cast their magic 
it can either go good or really bad. He'll either get worse or he can burn off the excess magic and make himself stable. Would be best to just stick to cantrips then, so... Or... Cantrips alone will also uh, affect his magical state. Um, so here is what I recommend. Don't let him use his magic unless he looks like he's going to die. Which could happen. Uh, does he have any next of kin? I... A father, a mother perhaps. I suppose that might be, from what I can tell, he's a bit of a wild oat, but I, I think I'm the closest he has right now. Okay. Um, so there is something known as the magic rash. If his toes and fingers grow purple, uh, it is the sign that he is dying. That would be your sign to either let him unleash what he has or say prayers. Understood. Uh, Sorry, she's... I'm writing it down. She's mentally writing it down. <laughs> I'm very sorry. You, you've done all you could. I, I thank you. Speaking of which, did you find anyone that knows sending? I did. But unfortunately, I was informed of a very particular part about the sending spell. You can only do those messages with creatures in which you are familiar with. They may not know the person you're speaking with. It, it can't hurt for me to speak with them and see if they do. <laughs> he's he's a bit infamous I suppose okay um, the person you're looking for is in a magical shop up to the north of town uh, his name is Milo Sugar Blossom he's a goblin okay Feel free to stay for as long as you might need. Do you think Jason will be fine for just an hour when I, if I go? I mean, I, I don't want to leave him if he's... It's um, a very tricky situation. Uh, his state could turn at any moment. That's just being realistic. I... I see. We can watch over him. But, uh... If it were to get worse... Like I said, a moment's notice. I see. 
I'll, I'll think about it. Worst case scenario, I can always have some friends. Uh, hopefully go and get M Milo Sugar Blossom, you said? Uh, yes. Okay. Praise Thank be, Pelicos. Praise be. Wait, are we in Demeter's church? Yes. Oh. It's um, depending upon certain things. Uh, it's kind of like um, the Greek gods. Once in a while, they might praise somebody who might have more help in a certain situation. It doesn't mean that their faith has changed. They just recognize that it might be a fee to do so, but it also could potentially save someone's life. I mean, it, it depends how religious you are and how devout, really. All right, she is going to stay by Jason and just politely ask if if they see a more of her party members, just uh, send them the way to talk to her whenever. She'll nod and uh, head back to her duties. For the most part, would everybody else like to get together? Um, since I know some people are sleeping together, I'd say it's probably around 10 a.m. Yeah, um, Castor will wake up. He'll look over to see if Callisto's awake yet. She is distinctly not. He'll sit for like five or ten minutes, say a couple prayers, and then give her just a slight nudge. No. Birds are up, sun is up. We should... We should probably find the others. Probably. Are you okay? You can say no. Well... Last night, my visions were my dreams, my visions, whatever you'd like to call them. They were jumbled and quick, and I saw things I hadn't seen before. It started with when we saw the, the light in the sky, and then it went to other things, and then it went to Finn in chains. What? Finn in chains. Finn? Yes. Wait. What? I think he might have been uh, caught by the okay. same people. Uh, well, then we need to find him, but... Uh, sorry, please, continue. We do need to find him, but... It, it seems like something we might need to prepare for. Um, then... Then, um, there was a, a forest that looked like it had been destroyed in an event, but it was started to regrow and reclaim itself, and there was as, a, a blonde woman in the middle, humming. As soon as you say forest, uh, forest that was destroyed, her eyes go wide. She says, 
What kind of blonde woman are we talking about? Uh, DM? You didn't really get a good look. Um, just pretty much those descriptives. Were there horns? No. Hell. Okay. Blackness of void, feathers falling, and then I was heard a voice yell, "Awaken!" Fascinating dreams you've had. I would rather I didn't have them. I can understand that. That would be a lot, at least for me. I'm not you. I'm handling it as best as I can. But I'm glad that I have you here to help me. Yeah, I'm glad I can be here for you. Now, we should go check on Jason. He was very sick last night. But he also, before everything went down, he showed us that he had the root on him that could help heal all of us. If he still has it, that would be a good idea, but... Yeah, it's kind of hard to breathe with these roots broken the way they are. Yeah. Um... And Marsha said she could teach me how to do the potion spell that would mend bones. Yeah. Uh, One would think you would need quite a bit of root for that, right? She said one or two roots should be able to settle all of us. She said she should be able to stretch it. Okay. But her job for us still remains to where we have to go find a bunch for her. We're contracted to do that. You kind of notice she is lost in thought. And she says, Maybe... I know somewhere we could find them. I think I have something I need to check in on. Is everything okay, Costa? Do you want the honest answer or the one that I think you'll prefer? I always would prefer the honest answer. Nothing is okay. Nothing has ever been okay since the day I met you. But we'll make it work. Caster's eyes are going to go wide. I... Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. Come on. Let's go. Okay. Caster doesn't know what to say about that, but he is going to... He's going... He's going to get out, and he will follow... Or, I guess he'll lead and go check up on Jason. You'll you'll probably see the note that Soot left outside your door. Probably not. Caster's not thinking about looking at that. Caster is... A, just got a bomb dropped on him. He's got several bombs dropped on him over the last day and a half. Including an actual getting dropped out of a tornado bomb. So, Caster is, like, just kind of coasting. You know what? For the same reason, I'm gonna say Callisto probably wouldn't notice it either. Um. So is Jason awake enough to talk, or 
good enough to talk? He's still unconscious currently. And Martha's sitting like in a chair right next to the bed, like petting his head, putting like a hot compress on it or cold compress. Which one, DM? Probably a cold comp. Well, no, probably a hot compress because he is uh, frost. Yeah. Um, Martha, is Jason going to be okay? I don't know. He told us before everything went down that he had some of the root on him that could be used to mend our bones. I'm afraid to look through his packs. Um, would you be more comfortable doing it? I. I can do it if you would like. But go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, Caster being uh, Caster will notice that you know we'll look for a component pouch. So you're opening up his backpack. Uh, if he doesn't have the component pouch like on his belt where he would grab it to cast his spells, then it would be I, in his. It'd be in his bag. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose I will. All right, roll me a deck save. God damn it, <laughs> Corey! You were way too excited to say that. Nineteen. So you're gonna save, uh, but like um, as you open the backpack, because it's like one of those pull string kind of packs um on a spring this this rather comical punching glove will, will spring forward and and kind of miss your face <laughs> oh. Oh, I, that's cute he's very cute i almost got punched but that's cute it'll you'll see caster probably smile for the first time in a while and then he'll he'll look for the component pouch. Um, inside are uh, well, there's really not much. Uh, he had catnip last time we checked. Well, I'm not talking about the components pouch. Um, I'm talking like personal items that you'll probably see when going through. Um, there's kind of like a small knife. Um, he has uh, a picture of what seems to be uh, kind of half burnt. Uh, the uh, the only half uh, kind of seeable is a picture of Matthew. Um, there will be um, a broken quarterstaff, uh, some other clothes that are long past due needing mending, um, uh, kind of an old mess kit that's kind of broken some of the handles, uh, his water skin, and about a day's worth of rations. Uh, and then you'll find his components pouch, which makes up about one third of his backpack. Uh, there are all types of things in here: uh, grass roots, snippets, um, bird wings, uh, just kind of uh, all types of components. All the the rarest thing in there is probably a dragon's tooth. But there will be two roots. Castor will grab those ugly roots and um, then neatly put everything back in the pack. Do you, do you kind of like squish the glove back into the backpack for you? Yeah. I give it his best and try to reset. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Like it's 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 a child's play kind of thing. Yeah, he'll reset it for him. Don't Probably about that about time, Finn would make it through the door. Finn. 
And he looks ragged, probably slightly burned, and piss off. Uh, Caster is going to keep the roots in his hands and run up to Finn. Like, he's going to stop short of hugging him, because that's not Caster's M.O. But he, he's going to look him over. Where were you, Finn? Were you, are you all right? No. And, what happened? and as he says this, like the first time you've probably ever seen him, he does not smile. He looks downright just angry. What, what happened? That, and he's pacing as he's, as he's talking like back and forth. I need, we need to get everybody together. I, we need to go somewhere. I could, we could talk. I, we need to. Um, um, listen, Finn. I saw a lot of things. And you weren't around for them. We figured you just wandered off bar hopping. But last night, I saw you in chains. Yes. Yes, I was. Great. Is, is, is Wesley near me? Wesley seems to have disappeared. He'll look around. It's like, where the... Wesley... I don't even know how he found me. I was in a cart. Pointy-eared people? Yes. Wait. What? How? We have a plan. We have several, but we need to get everyone together to talk about it. And we can't very much defend the princess if we're all broken. Still say we snitch to the guards. Yes, that's one of the plans, yes. By the way, does anyone want to go to a magic shop not too far from here? I, I can't leave Jason alone. I wouldn't mind getting out, but first let's get the rest of us together. Yeah. Why can't you leave Jason alone? <clears throat> and he'll kind of sit up a bit. He's already hugging this poor boy so tightly, his bones are probably going to start popping a bit. Can't breathe. Sorry, sorry. Are you okay? Do you need more soup? Um, uh, are you chilly? I'll, I'll get you some more blankets or... um. I mean, I could use a whiz, but I'm okay. Oh, God. Okay, it's 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 him. He's back. He's scared he to take him for a whiz. Well, uh, there's a piss bucket right here. You're not allowed to get out of it. Lovely. And you'll just see him kind of shove it underneath the blanket. Okay. All in Finn. Finn, come on. Let's go find the others. Finn Caster is going to say as they're leaving, we need to be on our A-game, so we need to focus. Where are we focusing on? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. The slavery trade tonight. Oh yeah, that's bad. That's very... Yes. I, 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 and I gotta get your leg healed up, Martha. Honestly, my leg isn't really important right now. I'm probably not going to be able to join you anyways. I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. We I can't leave him. You. The sound of a stream kind of hitting metal underneath the blanket. Alright, you two, you two go. I'll stay uh, here with Martha and Marsha and get brewing on this potion. Before uh, I'd see Callisto has already walked off, but before he leaves I'll have uh, Finn will have his head down and say, I need to save them. I got people die. 
I caused their deaths. I, we need to save them. And we will, but we can't go into it half-assed. So, you guys head off. Yeah. You said you wanted to go and see Marsha? Yeah, I'm going to go see Marsha and get brewing on this potion. Okay. Well, let's get back to that in a minute. Yeah, that's fine. I, I just figure it'll be a little very tiny thing where she just goes, here's how you do that, and then I learn whatever it is. Maybe. We'll get to that. Uh, heading outside. Um, where exactly is Zer and Sut? Uh, well, we were jogging around town. I figured probably a good, probably an hour jog. Yeah, uh, so that would put us at about 7.30 to the rest of the groups. No, we, we woke up, no, 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 we woke up at like 9. So it would be about 10 at this point. Okay. At about 9 to 10 o'clock is like the earliest we could wake up and still get a full rest and Soot would get a full rest. That's that's the most important thing. Well, Soot's fine, but everyone else seems rough, so letting everyone else get a full rest is, is the priority. What so. about that meeting with Zer's mother? Yeah. Um, so Zer has a few things to discuss with Soot on their walk. Um... First of all, it's going to be kind of silent and awkward for a little bit, and then he's going to perk up. So, so it's, uh, I was thinking, I'm not so much concerned anymore about what caused the dragon to appear as what's written in those several pages, dozen or so pages, that the dragon left behind. I, What's done is done. Knowing what caused the dragon to appear won't cause it to unappear. And he's going to give a little look as if he's wondering if that made sense. Uh, so it's going to kind of like slowly nod, like acknowledging uh, all this. And and I was also thinking about what you said. We need to stick together and, and work as a guild. We need to stop ignoring each other. I. I don't think we should go on and look for the route right now on our run. I think we have people like Callisto and Jason who might be able to help us find a route faster. That in mind, we also have the deal with my mother. I don't, I don't mean a, a deal as a, an agreement, but the situation with my mother, she could prove a very, very useful asset when trying to track down or incriminate the Count. I I think we should regroup. Thoughts? Fear? Honestly, but, you know, adjusting to leadership is something that well, adjusting implies I've done it before. I need to learn to lead, and that means I need to learn to let everyone do their jobs, what they do best. When when are you supposed to meet with with your mother, and, and who all is coming? I, I need to do a, a plan for, for everything, an itinerary for today. It's coming up shortly. Uh, we arranged a time about just before noon. 
So that lets us go back, kind of get cleaned up. Um, it, I, I feel like there's something I should say or I want to say, but it's, it's, it, things aren't working properly. Um, you know, it feels like there's something that needs to be done, but I, I can't do that, if that makes any sense. I think it does. First thing, we need to check on Castor to make sure he's feeling better. Second of all, I don't believe Finn came home last night, so we need to check on that. And Martha didn't seem to be doing that well either. Like I said, overall, just an, a good regrouping. Doing what we do best, like you say, but also working as a team. Making sure that we're not going out on our separate paths to fix our own problems. We need to fix everyone's problems as a team. That's what being a guild is about. We're all in it together. Whatever everybody, whatever anybody needs, individually, in pairs, in trios. Oh, we can head back. Um, do you want to pick up some baked goods, see if there's any bread or something like that? It's like a okay, we made it through the night kind of deal. Sure, they won't compare to Martha's, but it, it'll be it'll be something. Uh, and Soot will follow their nose to some sort of baked goods stall and just kind of grab something and then kind of make their way back. Uh, okay, um, but uh, let, let's think about this, Zir. Our group, I'm. We have remarkable arcane, uh, not arcane, magical talents, but our, our martial prowess is needing some work. Uh, it, what, what do you think of training regiments? How do you think we should do this with everyone? I don't know if anyone else but us has really done any consistent workouts. Uh, how, how, where do we even start? I think... I'd bend to your own words. I think everybody should rely on their own talents, but work together as a team. I think we should all be open about what we're capable of and uh, cater to each other's uh, strengths. Some of us might not need a regular workout during the day like us. Some of us might need prayer. Some of us might need practice of another kind. I suppose that's fair, and God's bless those that don't need to do all of this, but do you not think we should do some sort of working together to kind of learn tactics and kind of understand how we work better? Absolutely. And to be honest, I'd like to see if we can figure out some sort of controlled experiment to see if we can get... Uh, and Soot's doing the, like, Spider-Man motion, essentially, uh, to kind of, like, mimic the glass. If we could kind of get that 
under some regular control. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> He's gonna take a bite of his pretzel. Uh, but I, I imagine kind of, well, oh god, if, if I may take some uh, narrative uh, leeway, Corey, and just say that we're on our way back to the chapel and run into Callisto and Finn. Yeah, I was actually about to say that myself. Okay, I was going to be like, we're in a large town and left them a vague note. Okay, so we'll see them and sit, we'll kind of like very merrily wave, like huge overhand wave uh, at them uh, and kind of well, not even jog, because Soot is holding baked goods, but make their way towards uh, Soot and Callisto. Not Soot and Callisto. Finn and Callisto. Uh, I see uh, everyone... Well, Soot will kind of, like, look at Finn. Okay, I was going to say everyone got a good night's rest, but you didn't. Uh, did you have... A little, and so it'll do the kind of like drinking motion. You will, first off, in rags, has nothing, not even his lyre on him, and looks unhappy. He'll breathe deeply in and say, yeah. There are issues at hand that we need to all discuss together. I am trying to keep my cool, but can we go back to the church? right now uh absolutely would it be inappropriate to offer you a bear claw in this trying time yeah out of game fuck you <laughs> that was funny but uh right uh in game it's like, it's like yes and he'll turn and and like briskly walk ahead of everybody back to the church kind of I would say almost like shaking. Uh, we'll lightly offer to Callisto. <laughs> Callisto's eyes go wide as she realizes you just said the word bear claw. And she says, is, is, that, is that made of actual bear or is that a euphemism? More a colloquialism than a euphemism. Uh, but your point remains. I don't know the difference, but. Uh, you know, Yes, it's a bait good, a pastry, typically with almonds, shaped kind of like a bear's, well, just, just try it, um, and he'll... Oh, okay, okay, it, it doesn't actually contain, like, bear parts, right? No, oh. no, okay. I don't even think there's eggs, but, uh, let's go back, Finn seems okay. off, I assume he didn't have uh, he had a rather trying night. He only just got back. I will gladly take this. Thank you. And she just kind of nauseous on the bear claw as they're walking back. Taking a moment from there. Let's head back to the church. <clears throat> Caster, you're going to speak to uh, the brain name. Marsha. 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 Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll kind of come to a back room as, uh, one of the, um, one of the more, uh, newer members of the clergy will, will tell you she's back there. They'll tell you that she's been 
kind of dealing with something uh, relatively new, so she might be a bit busy. I'll see if I can lend her a hand with it. Uh, maybe. Subcaster so will look to the newbie, praise be to Demeter, and then we'll walk through. Um, heading back to the back room, there will be a body on a table. A um, tabaxi. Uh, kind of laying there. Uh, looking as though they've received some pretty uh, severe burns uh, to the back and uh, to, the, to the legs, as if maybe they've even been kind of sitting in the heat for some strange reason. Caster will come up tentatively and look at the body with Marsha. Oh, what's happened here? A murder. I know I said I would teach you, but unfortunately, this this takes precedence. Well, what can I do to help? Um. Well, uh, if you give me the route, uh, give me about uh, an hour. I can get you the uh, the potions you need. But it would take longer to teach you right now than it would be that I'd have. Would you like me to perform rites? Oh, we are performing rites already and preparing the body for burial. I can, I can help with that. If it would. It's more of an in-house thing. Not that you're not worthy enough. It's. Um. He was born here, so the priests here should do the ritual. I understand. Um, Caster, knowing a little bit about some of the some of the rituals, will from his own from his own pack take out two gold pieces and hand it to Marsha for his eyes for the toll. Uh. Yes, thank you. Um, and the roots? And he will handle the roots. Thank you. I so very sorry for your loss. Um, yes. It is most unfortunate. Where was he found? In the watering hall midtown. Do you have any idea what might have happened? It looks as though he perished from some sort of heat metal spell, but other than that, we don't know. Can I give him a look over to see if I can notice, like, bruising from, like, chains or anything like that? Any signs of struggle? You can give a quick perception. I would say, though, with, uh, with them kind of swarming around, it would be at a disadvantage. All right. Uh, perception or medicine? Which one would you like? Perception. All right. So that'll be a 13 with disadvantage. Okay. Um, I mean, honestly, this, this guy's pretty mangled. There's bruises and, and looks like he's taken lashes as well, but um, they're kind of old and healed somewhat. Uh, kind of old occurring damage, but... Uh, 
Uh, the man's been put through the ringer. Well, I won't take any more of your time, Marsha. We have... Us as a group have much to do today, so we'll come back in an hour to get the potions. Okay. And perhaps after we retrieve more for you, as was our contract, you can teach me that. I plan to. Just now is... Uh... I understand. And Caster will turn, and I will subtract two gold pieces from my inventory. Okay. I was trying to just do it, show up good, good faith. Hmm. Um, and well, and also the spell gentle repose, which is what keeps people from being brought back, which would be a big thing with the Church of Demeter, um, requires two copper coins, but he upped it to gold. Yeah. So, um, so he will go out and sit by Martha and Jason. Okay. And he will he'll actually look to Martha. Martha, I know you said you won't be able to join us tonight, but we need everybody. I I'll I'll try. I, now that he's awake, I feel a bit better. I just Marsha and the other clerics here, he'll be in good hands. They know what to do if things get bad. Uh, of course. Of course. He'd, he'd be in better hands here than he would be in mine. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, clearly, everything that's going on with the slavery is very important, and that is top priority. Um, so, y yeah. And I might need your, um, your special brand of sweetness. Um, Raise that, please. I'm married. <laughs> when we go and talk to people about the attempt on the princess's, I guess, freedom uh, of life, but you're, you have a way with people that many others don't. Thank you. I, I, I suppose I could make some cookies. Those always tend to get people to loosen up a bit. <laughs> the wheels greased, as they say. Yes. I'm. I'm sorry. This is happening to you right now. This can't be easy. I don't know exactly what's happening, but you're very distressed. It, it's a lot. There's a lot happening with you too. Can I get Caster to roll me a one d one? Ignore that one. Oh my. That's 1d2, 199. <laughs> yeah, the zeros are right next to the nine. Ooh, like a 29. Okay. Um, yeah, 20, 28, sorry. Um, <clears throat> okay, so here's what's going to happen. Your eyes are going to glow, but you're not going to have a vision. Sid Martha, you are. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, Caster, you're going to see a shimmering of, of kind of light uh, kind of pass over your vision kind of like this. Um, this is just what she needs. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like uh, negative, negative space clouds for everybody who's watching. It's like when you close your eyes really hard after looking at a bright light. 
or when you almost pass out and you see lots of yellow dots in your yeah. So there's going to be uh, two things that Martha's going to see. Um, the first one is some sort of, of um, form, but it's ambiguous. It's really dark, and it looks as though it's the world, but there is no sunlight, no moonlight. You can barely feel the trees kind of ruffling back and forth, and as you look around, everyone is pretty roughed up. You yourself uh, feel as though you were dreamed, um, kind of as you did when your magic was gone, when you gave up all that magic. And the first image is is kind of like a um, a vision of energy forming into a consecular area, uh, kind of like this. And everything's going to go quiet almost for a moment, and then you're going to see one other thing. And let me go ahead and show you what that is. Um, the best... For the viewers, the second thing is a reverse Big Bang. Kind of. And then this. Uh, everything will gain light. It will be very bright as if it's daytime. And that energy will almost explode. It will kind of wave past you, destroying a very large area. And then you wake up. So was I out at the same time she was then? Yes, but you saw none of this. Okay, so we were both just like kind of just sitting there just... Was Jason awake for this? Because we're both just like... Martha starts hyperventilating. <laughs> Caster will like snap back, realizing he's kind of getting used to the losing of time. Oh, that doesn't seem good. Oh, what just happened? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. I, I'm going to sit down. I'm gonna Martha, what just water. <laughs> Caster will break out his water skin. Thank you. Ch she chugs it. What's what happened? What did? I, I saw something and it didn't seem good. Uh, dark then, not dark. Everyone hurt and uh, uh, it, explosion, big explosion. Not good. Don't like it. I'm I'm going to go sit down. I am do going you to. Have visions? No, no, I do not. <laughs> what I will say is, can I get everyone else uh, who wasn't part of that to roll a perception? Oh, I'm guessing they probably would have walked in when we were having our little shared vision moment. Probably. Well, not even shared. Am I giving her a vision? I'm guessing. Okay, so it looks like the only... Yeah, it looks like the only person who won't notice this is Zer. Um, but Martha's eyes will shine um, like casters when he's getting a vision. As if the vision was passed to someone else. Martha, that's... You've never had that happen before? No. I mean, she's trying to think back. Maybe when I was really little, but that was more like a religious experience. You know, cleric. Nothing like that. Caster's gonna look troubled. From across the room, you just hear, Uh... Hi? 
Oh, Callista, wonderful. I need to talk about literally anything else. Okay. Uh, I have just tried something very fascinating. I like it a lot. Uh, it's called a bear claw. Have you heard of them? Oh, I love those. But in other news, what's going on? I don't want to talk about it. Um, Martha, would you like a baked good? We've got a few. Okay. Uh, so we'll walk over and just hand Martha probably just like a crystal. Basic. She takes uh, a bite of it and is immediately like, not enough baking powder. Anyways! Martha, may I speak for you on what happened? Sure, sure, sure. I, I, She's just going to go sit down. Apparently. I felt the, the way I do when I go out. And have my visions. But there was nothing there for me. And the next thing I know, I see Martha and she's panicking. And apparently she had a vision. So now apparently it's going from me to others. Oh. Fun. That is... Naughty. Not that. Fun. That is fascinating, but we don't have time to really get to it. We have other things important. I thought you were getting the training to make the potion. She doesn't have time. There was a murder. Someone was burned very badly. What? Wait, what? Was it a tabaxi? Yes, it was. Can, can I see them? Caster's gonna sit there and think for a second. Against my better judgment, I will take you. But only you. I don't want to overwhelm the clerics when they're at work. I would prefer not to see a dead body, personally. Listo, why don't you stay with me? I would I, like that very much. If yeah, Jenkins is feeling a bit better, there's somewhere I need to go. Actually, I, I hate to put a damper on this, but Zara and I were talking about this on our, on our run. I, I think it's best if we stick together to the best of our abilities. Understood. I don't want to see a dead body right now. Right. They're, they're going away. They're going to see it. We're staying in here. They're leaving. We're staying here. At least that's my understanding. Yes, I'm only taking Finn. Right. Okay. I was about to say, we... Okay. Yes, so, y'all, you go. We'll stay here. Make idle chit-chat, make plans, and figure things out, because we have a little bit to talk about, and then I assume Feng has something to say uh, as his evening was eventful. I'm just gonna... <laughs> um, so how far away from the bed are you from Jason? Martha didn't... She probably stood up no, no more than like five feet away from the bed. She's not leaving the room. Okay. Zara was actually um, checking out Jason because he is lying down, but not in the tree, for, or not in a tree for the very first time. So then Jason would probably look at Zara. And he's going to stick a finger over his lips. And he's going to cast a spell. 
um, he is going to use uh, invisibility. Do um, I see his lips move when he's casting? Like, do I see him speaking on incomprehensible words? Yes. Okay. So, uh, he is going to uh, become invisible. And you will see the blankets kind of fall to the bed. Well, at least we know that Jason is feeling a little bit better, apparently. Um, he's up to his old tricks again. Old tricks? Wait, what? She turns around. That is empty. Jason? 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 Oh, I imagine he's around here somewhere and will pop up when we least He's starting it. to panic. Not in a funny way, either. Jason? Mar Martha. Martha, 25 roll with motherly fussing. <laughs> Deserna Morth Code. I'm going to count to three, and if you aren't back in bed, you are going to. No. One. Probably not. He'd probably know, like, some mm -hmm. kind of code, but that would probably be something that would be confined to him and his best friends back in Aharaza. He might know something of codes. See if we've got something else. Yeah, he shouldn't be using magic. That's why she's pissed. Also, would it be intimidation for counting down from three? It would be. Jason! That's an eight. Damn it. Um, no answer. Uh, I would say that Jason wasn't smiling when he cast that spell. He still looked rather ragged. I'll just ask straight up, would an insight have revealed anything more about his intentions? He could have. Yeah. You want to roll it? Yeah. Can I try that? Awesome. Nice. A decent roll. 21. Okay, that's straight up. Um, there's a look of life and death in his eyes. Okay. Um, Zer's going to play his poker face, because Martha's obviously freaking out already. And uh, he doesn't want to sow any seeds that could exacerbate the situation. <laughs> He's going to turn his attention towards Martha and... and and get her to focus on that bear claw. I don't care. I, I don't care. Okay, okay. This is fine. It's not fine. Nothing's ever fine. Nothing's been fine for a couple of years. It's okay. Months. It's fine. Just look at look at the treat that Callisto has brought. It's from a, a nice bakery. It can't compare to your own, I'm sure. Maybe it will remind you of what we left behind. She whipped her head around, and you know that... Oh, terrifying look mothers can do when they're pissed yes yes uh i'll roll intimidation i think can't nope it, it doesn't work when you're panicking through it but she is clearly not having it 
Soot, I need you to roll, um, and uh, let's see here, perception. Well, actually, oh, go up your passive. But yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll do an active perception. That's just to calm you down. 18. Let's see what we get here. Damn, damn. Um, so it, it's it's going to occur. But you're going to catch it at the last minute. There's a reason for this. So stick with me. Rule of cool here. You got it. Those pages of the book will be pulled from your back. Okay. Catching it at the last minute? Yes. Yes. Am I able to, like, I don't know the actual term for this, but, like, viper grab at the wrist that I would assume would be grabbing the pages? You could attempt to, but the pages go <laughs> into invisibility. Okay, um, I'm honestly a little tired of foolishness, or whatever this is, I'm trying to be kind. Jason, as your guild leader, I order you to explain yourself. Jason? Where's Jason? Jason? <laughs> Okay, I have given reasonable enough time. They don't appreciate this. I am open to anything. If you had needed those, you could have asked. I would have gladly shared. You don't have to take. You can ask for things. We are a community. We are a guild. It's all communal resources. Please return them or explain yourself. Silent. I'm going to kill him. Well, I'm not going to kill him, but I'm going to strangle him close to death. Wait, no, I can't do that against the tenants, but I will give him a very stern talking to that will make him wish he were beaten. All right. So Caster is dragging Finn towards the body now. Uh, you ain't dragging nothing. He is. He would probably be ahead of you. No, he would not. <laughs> if he tried, he would. Castro put the arm out. So we'll have this be our last scene for the night. Uh, you guys will be met with uh, two of the lesser priests. No more impudence, sir. Um, this is important. He might have seen who had done this to. Please. And I, I need to see him. I can show you an image, but I cannot let you see the body. It's being prepared. But if he were able to help you find out who had done this, wouldn't it? I am only going off protocol for the church, sir. I cannot change the rules. An image is fine. It's, it's fine. I just need to know. 
he'll hold um, his hand uh, kind of like atop and above uh, kind of like there's a, a shimmery image between the two uh, kind of like a silent image and there will be uh, a photo of the tabaxi the one in which you watched Paris do you know him sir Pin drops to his knees and just it's it's my fault I couldn't keep my damn mouth shut and they kept heating the cage I killed him you are the murderer no Castor will say he just said he killed him he said that they heated the cage because he couldn't stop talking. Who is they? Finn. The slavers, they... Then he'll uh, give a description of, of the two he saw. It was some kind of magic award, like, to heat metal. And every time I spoke, it would just get hotter. I was trying to talk my way out of it. It's, It might as well have been me who killed him. Man will look uh, a bit solemn. Did you cast the spell? No. Then it was not you who killed them. Did you give him these lashes? No. Then it was not you who bought him, brought him to the brink. These slavers, where were they? I, I don't know exactly. They we know where they're going to be. Castor will interrupt him. Uh, how do you know? Overheard them talking in a bar. Go ahead and give me a deception. 22. 16. Which bar? What was the bar we were at earlier when we passed through town at the beginning? Uh, let's see, you guys are where? Currently for Tosum? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Was it the uh, Rusty Nagel? I believe so. There's also one named the Jungle Vine and the Ales Horizon. I think it was the Rusty Needle. Yeah, it's Rusty, yeah. Yeah. Rusty Nail. Go ahead and give me another deception. 17. 20. Can hmm. I uh, use my inspiration to to have him re-roll that. Well, inspiration would give me advantage, so it would put me at 20-20, but that would be meets it beats it. Inspiration gives a die. Oh, does it? Yeah. Do you want me to re-roll? I can give it my all. Well, let's let's wait on this one for a minute. Yeah, He's going to um, kind of look at you. Okay. I believe you. 
here is the situation. I can send word where this will be. But any further... And he's, he's going to look to Finn, who is you know, clearly looking determined. Uh, if not distraught, maybe a mixture of both. Any more interactions beyond informing the guards might label you as a suspect. I would also probably advise not saying you were the one who killed him from here on out. Well, that's going to be a problem because we plan on stopping them tonight. They said they were going to make an attempt at the princess. I heard them too. I know one of their names. Okay, well, um... Give me one second. Uh, he will go inside. And uh, Marsha will come out. And this time, Caster would have put a hand on Finn's shoulder. And given it a squeeze. Killed him. It's my fault. It's not your fault. In front of you guys. Before Marsha comes out. Um, Jason. Will kind of reappear. Oh, again, Jason. Take the book, I fixed it. I can't hear oh, you. Castro, I'll take it. Jason, you need to lay down. I have one more thing to do. Please, at least go tell Martha you're okay. I have to get away from Martha. Why? I can't explain. I need you to trust me. And he's gonna, he's gonna, like, he's gonna be speaking with his eyes, like, barely open. Before he goes, Caster will quick take out a stick of incense. There's, there's probably candles lit everywhere. He's gonna light it off of a candle. And just, like, do a little motion over, like, just, you know, kind of like a ritual motion over, over Jason. Mm. I'll let her know that you'll be okay. But you better come back. I will. They're going to be very mad. I took the book without asking, but all the pages have been returned to the book. Are you going somewhere dangerous? I'm going back to the forest for a bit. Caster will, from his belt... Take a sickle off and hand it to him. I'm sorry, I can't explain much of this. Just take the sickle in case something happens. I will. And he'll, he'll gingerly take it. Um, and do, you, then... do you require anything? Any components that you may not have? No. 
I just need moonlight. So we won't see you until tonight. I'm sorry. Don't apologize, just to get back. Be safe. Apologize to the others for me as well. I know I can't stop you, but you need to be safe. If this goes well, I will be. Well, I could stop you, but I'm not going to. Thank you. I would just go invisible again anyway. It's really hard to do that when you're paralyzed. Caster will smile at him. Thank you. Oh, Pastor will will nod towards the back door of the, like one of the side doors out of the the temple. Uh, for a little bit of comic relief, um, he will turn in his uh, bed gown, tiny showing to the sky. Oh my god! <laughs> and he will head on out the back door. <laughs> And now Castor will, with his hand still on Finn's shoulder, we do not mention this to Marsha or Martha. Oh, he, he's like sobbing. He ain't paying attention at all. Good. Ugh, fuck. Castor is... Uh, Castor is stressing. Marsha will come from the doors. Uh, several potions in hand in a small wooden crate. Caster will stand up straight. Ah, you're here. Yes, we are. I brought him back here. He wished to see the body. He was with your friend when he passed. I've been informed of the situation. From my lesser. He says that you seem to be very intent on getting in between this. We are going to stop it. And who are you to stop it? Not saying that it wouldn't be stopped. But I guarantee you. Fortos and guards will not be very happy. If we oh. report this and you are seen on you could very well be considered cohorts. We were planning on using that clairvoyance crystal. Again, if we report this and tell them where you know they are, were the gods to arrive, it couldn't mean anything for how innocent you are. I could care less what happens to me. I just want to take them down. And if you're in jail, who are the other people you are going to save? I can't hurt e others either if I'm in jail. There may have been something else we overheard at the bar. Listen. We have two options right now. You can tell me everything, and I can report this to the guard, and they can come to the scene. Chances are you'll probably be arrested as well. Everyone within this situation found with slave trade will be taken, questioned, and sentenced. But 
I just so happen not to hear any of this. Maybe some heroes could do some good. But you have to tell me right now what it is you prefer. Because if I tell those guards, you could be in danger as well. Caster is going to... Who's around right now? Is it just Finn, Caster? Just, yeah, just the three of you. Marsha. I must ask your wisdom in this case, then. The Count Vagrant is involved in this. Hmm. What it is you're asking of me? Should we do it or should we leave it up to the guards? How loyal to them are the guards? Honestly, they might be more loyal to Count Vagrant. It's not a risk I can take then. You didn't hear anything. Very well. Know what you're getting into is very dangerous. Indeed it is. I shall not stop you. But do not fail. Would you like to watch over us with the clairvoyance crystal? If I knew anything, I would have to report it. That is true. So I know none of what you're talking of. Of course. We don't mean to inconvenience you. No, not at all. You did come for your potions, after all, and she'll hand them over to you. As if, as if, like, completely disregarding the conversation before. Yes, thank you. The potions are exactly what we came for. Now, Finn, let us get back to our group. Have safe travels on the road. We shall. Perhaps we'll stop back in. Hmm. Finn, you sure we you sure you want to do this? I tend to agree with you on this. Now Let's go get the potions out to those who need it. And discuss a plan of attack. And that, guys, is where I think we shall end it for the night. Hi everybody, you guys know me, I'm Corey, I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. <laughs> um, you guys heard me at mid-roll, and I'm back again for the ending. Uh, thank you guys for listening, make sure you subscribe, follow us, uh, whatever it is you do on whatever you listen on. 
would be really helpful. The more you do that, the more people get to hear us, uh, like us, uh, thumbs up, upvote, whatever it is you do, it really helps. Uh, I want to thank Sirenscape uh, for the lovely background music that we were able to put in tonight to really set the mood for everything. I want to thank Tomes of Beasts and Creature Codex. Uh, Cobalt Press really did an amazing job in putting these books together, and I cannot wait to use more of them in the future. Tonight was a really uh, hard episode. Um, it was rough emotionally, and there was a lot of things going on. We were almost afraid we weren't going to be able to pull all this off, but with everybody's hard work and dedication, we were able to do a lot of this. So I want to say a thank you to everybody in the cast who has been here since the beginning of the story and is working hard to tell a cooperative story together. Um, we never know how a night is going to go. You know, the dice really depend uh, and determine on what occurs one night. So being able to roll with that and still tell a story, something cohesive without no script and no pre-planning, um, it's it's not easy. And for that, I thank you guys. And thank you guys for listening. Um, really, there's not much else to say. So remember, keep your opportunities open. <laughs>